everybody. Welcome to All Day Real. I'm Danielle. I'm Kyle. And thank you for tuning in today. So today, Kyle and I are actually going to talk about an event that we just put on this past weekend called the Upper Bucks County Kid Con. Woo! And what's amazing, though, is this year we are rebranding and changing the name to PA Blast Con. Blast will Blast stand Con. That's what you gotta do. Blast Con. Yeah, we should, too. Uh, Blast will stand for bringing learning and superheroes together, and we are super excited to do that next year. I, th I think it'll be good for us. Be cool. Also, the name Blast Con. <laughs> and, like, it's nice because it has a really, like, a really meaningful, um, you know, definition. It's bringing learning and children together with amazing comics for young and old. But Blast Con is such a cool name for it. It is. And I think I'm more excited right now for the new logo. I think yeah. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I cannot wait to see what one of our artists who actually visited us this past weekend named um, O Clover, O underscore Clover, you got to check out his work, he is phenomenal. Um, he's actually doing our designs for BlastCon, or as you put it, BlastCon. BlastCon! <laughs> I need like a giant like drum, boom! Oh, we should add that next time. That's right, yeah, we're just going to add it. <clears throat> we'll just bring out the drum set and be like, BlastCon. <laughs> Um, but no, I think I think overall our our event went well this past weekend. It was great too, weather wise. I was afraid it was gonna rain. I was yeah. like, no. Last year we were super cold and we couldn't do anything outside. Yeah. Our first was, year, everybody was bundled up. <laughs> that was not the case this time. No. But it was nice. It was beautiful outside. Um, we made really good use of the main stage, and it was they already had their um, their shops going on outside too, so mm. it added that extra excitement and traffic. Absolutely. Now, I mean, even though we're not going to be back there this upcoming year or next year, I should say, um, definitely still make it out there if you're in the area of Montgomery County and Upper Bucks uh, County. I mean, it's Quakertown Farmer's Market. Everything you need, you literally find right there. Gumart. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, I mean, some things to look forward for next year. We're going to have, um, I think, more cosplay contests for young and old. Yes. Um, I think we're also going to be looking for more kid comic books because we also had Ava the Great. Ava the Great was great with her comic books that she had created, and I mean, she's a tween. She was 12. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, too. Yeah. I um, did that when I was a kid. Oh. Yeah, you could have, and then you could have made money when you were younger. That's right. <laughs> Such an underachiever. I just like sleeping and bacon. But you don't sleep right now. You yeah, that's why I'm making up for it. All my youth, I was just sleeping and sleeping, and now I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, but now your dog also howls every 20 minutes at the window That's for true. You. So yeah. you have that 20-minute alarm clock making sure you're alert. My dog's like, in case you want a real REM cycle, I'm here to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye to that. <laughs> you know, but I think next year, too, we're... I mean, you're going to be heading out of performances in our sound engineer. So That's right. What kind I'll of be doing sound. I'll be um, helping with the booking of acts. Just making it magical. Yeah, so what kind of acts do you think we're going to bring this year? What are you, what are you going to be looking for for BlastCon? I do like what Dangerous Dave was doing. I think it'd be cool to get one more person or two on that. Um, I know um, the first year of KidCon, you guys had Stereo Titans, which was really cool. We did. I think have trying to find more groups like that would be really fun. Um, I follow a lot of people on Instagram um, with my own act, Nice and Singing Dog, so I think we could find some really cool people for that. Mm -hmm. um, basically, I would like the stage to... Um, if we can, I know there will probably be panels and things like that. I'd love it to be more consistent with the lineup, them always being something, even if there's a little bit of downtime. Um, I just think um, that will keep people in that area, too, um, if they know that there's always going to be something going on next. Yeah. Um, though I think this year we had issue with, um, 
either people showing up or them finding the materials they needed and stuff. So it's what it is. But I think next year, if we had, we had more people that were doing music, more people doing the anime style and um, the stunts and stuff like that, I think it'd be really fun if just we just had more of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think we need to bring, like I said, like the younger kids out there. I mean, cause yeah. it is, like, it is, it's actually physically for kids. Like, mm-hmm. we're not out there doing um, what the bigger cons are doing. We're not getting the big multi-million dollar actors or anything. Because mm-hmm. no kid's going to see that. Like, we're bringing yeah. kids under 18. Yep. You know, a lot of the kids know the voices of um, Paw Patrol and things like that, but they don't know what they look like because they're just watching dogs. Or And they're not going to really have the questions. I'm sure they'd <laughs> like to see them perform. Absolutely. But it'd be the performance. It wouldn't be the Q&A. Yeah. You know, like... Um, What's your I, life like on the set? My, my brimming five-year-old mind would love to know all the ins and outs of yeah. your industry. It's like, no. Exactly. I want to hear you sing! <laughs> And you know, I love nice. I love your um, performance with Nice the Singing Dog because Thank that you. is a high like. Everybody writes to us normally right after about, "Are you coming back?" That's awesome. You know, we had that last year. Like, is Nice the Singing Dog gonna be there? My kid really loved it. You oh, know, good. So I mean, like things like that. We do more stuff like that. Have acts like unless some revive. Yeah, because I mean, like a lot of kids were like shocked there was a singing dog on stage. Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you go to like the bigger cons, you don't. They have very very small sh- sections for kids, and you can't just drop them off. Yeah. You know, a parent has to stay behind, and you know, also a lot of the cons that are out there too. I mean, you're spending money for tickets. You're spending money to see a person. You can't just go up now and talk to that person. You know, and we had even uh, Rich Parada, who has worked with DC and things like that yeah. this year. And he's, like, so approachable. He's phenomenal. Like, you can just cool. walk up, talk to him. Um, I got a print from him, which was really awesome. That is really awesome. And he also <laughs> works with um, Vesoli Art, which he was there with him. They've been collaborating on a lot of awesome stuff. It's great. So, like, they're in collaboration. We had Kay Kizzle, who's a junior cosplayer. And, I mean, she only started a couple years ago. And everywhere she goes now, people are starting to realize, oh, that's Kay Kizzle, you know? We have the Blue Ranger of Philadelphia, Shakir Sims, who's also um, Lad Pixel. He, you know, he's very popular, but he's also part of um, Spider-Web Universe of Philadelphia, the Avengers, the things like that of Philly. So he already has that recognizable face. He actually had a job, and people would walk in and be like, aren't you the Blue Ranger? And he's like, yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, so it's good to have people like that recognition, like recognition that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think the other cool part is that we also have like Dana Jordan, who is Rogue Harley. Like she was another popular return that we were yeah. Um, it's cool because all these great artists and uh, cosplayers they they work with so many different organizations. Like and it gets us to be part of that too. Yeah. You know, and help out the community and and get everyone to be performing and doing what they love to do. Um, and to be part of that with our own organization is like, we need to do it. Yeah. And I like, yeah. And I mean like the biggest one that we keep also having a return for, which is amazing is cosplay with care. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they do a lot of stuff for kids who are sick or in the hospital who have cancer and they go and see them and that's so cool by the way. Yeah. So I mean like having them come back every single year so far that we've had this is like just phenomenal. I mean the yeah. return of people coming back who want to be a part of this is just phenomenal. Yeah. So the way that we're growing, I mean with the rebranding and the na- and the moving and everything, we're going to be able to have more. 
which is what we want and what we need. Yes. You know, we're technically a nonprofit. Um, we don't really make anything on it, and it's just it's just a nice thing to put for our community. Yeah, of course. You know, we get the we get authors out there. Last year, we had um, the Ninja Raccoon author. Ninja um, Raccoon. I think it was Coolio or Joe Coolio. He was really great. His books have a lot of um, what's like I'm trying to think of the word, but um. It teaches lessons, like acceptance and things like that. Like, But it's Ninja Raccoons. Like, you cannot be Raccoon Ninjas. Like, you just can't. <laughs> you have to read about the Raccoon Ninjas. I'm telling you guys, it's great. Um, and then, I will not let this go idly by without me understanding who the Ninja Raccoons are. Exactly. And then this year, we had uh, Mr. Hellman, who actually, he has fantasy books, which is like for the tweens and some are for younger, but he makes it take place right out in Lancaster. Ah, that's cool. So he turns Lancaster into a fantasy with dragons. And I thought it was great. It was Adopt a Dragon. He had a container full of dragons, and every kid could come up and adopt a dragon. Yeah. And, like, he had to ask them questions, like, are you going to give them a good home? Are you going to take care of them? You know, What's your credit score? <laughs> <laughs> What's your blood type? You know, do you chew on your toys? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, like, it was really, really great. And the community itself, like, it was lively, you know, and we also had that rapper who actually rapped about cosplay, too. Mm, yep. Um, so he was a lot of fun to have. And he cool. wants to come back next year. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, we're just definitely moving in the right direction with our con. And just have an anime convention geared towards kids is really nice, as opposed to them being an afterthought or something that has to be accommodated. Like, focusing it around them and their experience. It's really nice, like, the care and attention um, that, that is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of other places, it's, you know, it's, it's like you want to bring your kids along because these are the, the animes and comics that you grew up with, and they have a little bit of appreciation. But it's nice to actually have a, a convention uh, where it's like it's about the kids it's about them having fun and and hanging out with these great artists mm -hmm. and i mean like the other thing too that we get to expand on is just talent yep there's so much talent that is underlooked like overlooked and underlooked too like yeah. I, you know but when you go to cons and stuff you're like oh this person's been here every single year yeah. You know, and we try to spruce up. Like, yeah, we like to have some of our originals because of high demand, but we really want to find the the gems under the rocks. Yeah, of course. You know, like Ava the Great, that was a gem under the rock. Like, she had, you know, she's created her own comic book. She can find her online on Facebook. I mean, she's just great. And she was very um, approachable as well. Like, she was very, very approachable. Yeah. We've had people in the past that haven't been very approachable. Um, you know, we've had, you know, people who think that, even though we were having it at a farmer's market, you know, we still made the space as vibrant and as big as we possibly could. Oh, yeah, we made it work. Yeah, so, I mean, um, it's just been one of those things that, like, every year we change it a little bit, and every year we tend to grow. Yeah. And moving forward, we just have to continue that growth, that excitement, that momentum, that inspiration, that creativity that we try to find. And the nicest thing, too, about our event is that it's free. Yeah. We're not breaking the parents' bank. And a lot of our vendors don't bring anything, like, uber expensive. Unless, oh, yeah. You know, they may mention that they do commissional work, and if they're looking into it, they'll hand out business cards for the parents to talk to them. But you don't have to spend a $1,000 there. Oh, yeah. You're, like, maybe, like, between food and that, maybe 100 not even. No. You know, because a lot of our vendors bring, like, a dollar bin or a $5 bin or yeah. You can go, and a lot of our tables this year had pins, like just to give out for free. Cake yeah. Castle, um, Oak Clover. Um, we had one just for our event. That was great. 
um, and so on and so forth. I mean, you even had stuff yep. selling. Yep, I was giving away nice. yep, wristbands and <coughs> button pins and all that. Yeah, so I mean, like, we had all sorts of stuff going on. I mean, the only thing I'm really definitely going to miss is some of the food at the Q-Mart. Yeah. I can't get my JoJo's in the middle of the day, but that's all right. I'll just buy it on Friday. I don't want to overstate anything, but I think based on our chat, we're looking, you guys are looking at maybe like food trucks, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah, because I mean, like we've actually had inquiries in the past, but because of the location, it's hard. I can't nah. because we've already had, I mean, literally the Keymart is a diversity of international food. They have sushi, they have Thai, they have Italian, they have American, they have German from um, babushkas and stuff like that. Um, Grandma's Kitchen, which is like a little homemade like type thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're literally traveling the traveling around the world in that place when yeah, it comes yeah, to the yeah. food and the ethnicity. So, right there, it was like, oh, I wish I could have you guys, but I have it at a farmer's market. There's already food. Yeah, I can't do that for you. So, I mean, like, we definitely now can encourage our food vendors to now be like, hey, definitely inquire with us. Let us talk to yes. you. Let's do what we can do, and go from there. Mm -hmm. You know, which we can still have, like, probably with how many food trucks are out there, we're probably going to have, like, an international lineup. Yeah. You know. It should be really cool. Looking forward to that. I am. We're just, it's just now, it's like one of those things where I was, like, telling everybody, even though it ended on Saturday, we're back at work on Monday. Oh, yeah. Because it takes about The con year. may have ended, but we, work in the con has not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like you can really take a day off. It's like, oh, okay, oh, my email's already blown up with these amount of people don't want to come. Yeah. You know, and it's a shame, too, that some people did write to us and go, oh, I wish I knew this was going on. Um, you know, you can always find it on Facebook. You mm -hmm. can. We have a website, too. I was promoting it weeks prior. We were blasting it everywhere yep. on the sites and stuff. So... You know, it's just one of those things a lot. Like, I try to tell people, too, we all have a Facebook, but not all of us are wanting to press that button and look on it constantly every single day. Yeah. Because your Facebook is more your friends and your family and what they may say, and you're just like, you know, not today. And, <laughs> you, put your, and you put your phone away. Like, I've done it. I've literally seen some of my friends write some stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to put this down, and I'm going to look at you before I go to bed and catch up with everything, because I, I do have it once kids. a day. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I got kids at home, and, you know, it's nice to try to wake up before them, but my, I swear, my son has a mommy beeper. <laughs> I leave the room. Smell, you just smell when the mother wakes up. This is, no, I think he smells that I left. Like, if uh. I stay in the room with him, because I sleep on a mattress on the floor, because, you know, he's still getting used to his bed, and mm -hmm. there's a bit of a drop. Yeah. So, like, I have the mattress kind of butted up a little bit underneath the bunk bed. Yeah. So, like, I can get up and I'm like, okay, they're asleep. I can go get my coffee. I can have my morning cigarette. I can go to the bathroom in peace. All these things I can do. Right. And then, like, my husband will catch me and be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not going to get any of this done. And the next thing you know, you hear the door creak open, the pitter-patters down the hall, and it's my son going, have a good day. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, good morning. He goes, good morning. Have a good day. Because my husband always leaves normally. On yeah. Like, like, Ryan literally leaves Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to come to the underground to do, you know, catch up over the weekend and do what I has to do. Yeah. And, like, so, literally, I wake up. He, my son wakes up, and he just looks at Ryan and goes, bye-bye. Have a good day. And it's just, like, repertoire. Ryan grabs that coat, and it's, have a good day. Bye-bye. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So it's like every morning, even if Ryan's not leaving, like he tried it this morning, Ryan came in the door, he's taking off his coat, and Bashy just looks up and goes, good morning, have a good day, and waves <laughs> at him. <laughs> and I'm just like, 
ugh, you know, not everybody's leaving. But then when I leave, it's like this, uh, no. And like, he, I swear he's getting ready for potty training. This is exciting to me. Yeah. He's taking off the pull up. He's going to the bathroom, but he pees on the floor. So we're getting close. We're getting close. <laughs> it's one step at a time. So he knows where to go. He knows it's that location. He just hasn't made it straight. Like he actually peed next to the toilet the other day. So it was close. I think some of the splatter was him when I woke up this morning. Uh, <laughs> just get him a litter box. Exactly. I'll take care of it. I'm working on it. I'm thinking, but then I'm afraid he <laughs> might eat it. So. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, like my dog. Like my dog. <laughs> I mean, you see my house, cause I, so I have a dog and a cat. And I the amount of, like, infrastructure I had to build into this apartment to keep the dog out from the, where the cat eats her food and keep her out from where he eats his food... They're like, it's they're savages. They're sa they want each other's food. The dog wants that litter box and everything that's in it, which is to me the most disgusting fact that I have ever had to accept in my life. So I've got gates, all that stuff. So just maybe well, just if you have to do the kitty litter option, Danielle, just I can assist you with the. Uh, yeah, that is true. You know what though? Maybe we'll get the one where, <laughs> with the collar where the door opens and then closes right when he backs away. So that's right. I, yeah, but then he'll figure out it probably works and. <laughs> Yeah, just stand over that's it. my issue with my dog. I have to do the old medieval, <laughs> archaic methods because anything technology, he's gonna. I will say though, at least the gate going into the bathroom isn't as bad. It's like the stool, <laughs> your yeah. side table. Yes, agreed. That was <coughs> that was a very bad <coughs> mock-up I had to do until it, until the gate arrived. It was. That was super. But it was funny. funny. It was kind of funny to me because the cat like goes in between the stool to get where she needs to go. And, like, Eric's just, like, looking at you, like, you know you want to move this for me, and, and I'll join you. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm going to do this right. Yeah. And I, <laughs> this is gonna and I think it's funny, because he hasn't figured out, like, he's big enough, he could have actually jumped over that. Yeah. He hasn't actually, he doesn't go, if I, if I leave the gate open by mistake, or if I have too much wine, I leave it open, he won't go in there. Well, that's but, good. But I'm pretty sure if I left him alone, and he knew that I wasn't going to yell at him, he would absolutely Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, I, I try to tell everybody, pets are just as bad as kids. We yep. tell them no, they look at you, like... Just wait. Just wait. I will get in there. Just wait till you don't see anything happening. Exactly. And that's when I'll make my run for it. Exactly. So, and you know what, too? We should, um, like, so there's other two, two other events that Ryan and I have been tossing around. Um, we want to try to do with, like, PA Blast, we want to do also, like, a fall con for kids. Like, yeah. a villain con. Not a kid's horror con, but it's going to be like a villain con. We're going to have villains there, and the kids are going to dress up as heroes, and... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, with that, though, like, what I kind of want to do is a friend of mine actually gave me this idea. Each villain's going to write up, like, a little business card on how they want to take over the world. Mm-hmm. And all the kids get to vote at the end who's the best. <laughs> and then... Who's the best world domination... Exactly. ...specialist. And then the three top winners of our cosplay contest will get to battle our top villain. Oh, that's cool. To see if they could take out... The evil in the world. So, nice. I mean, like, we have so many ideas going around, and then we want to partner with Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. They have something called CalmerCon, and if you guys haven't heard of it, let me tell you, you got to look it up. If you have a child on the spectrum of autism, disability, anything like that, any kind of sensitivity, and you want to share your experiences at cons with them, CalmerCon is really going to be the place to be. And we want to bring that down here to, to Pennsylvania and share that experience with parents like us. Like, I'm a nerd. I'm a gamer. I love Star Trek. My husband is Star Wars. We battle out who's better. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Final Fantasy, you and I have had a couple conversations on yes. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, yes. You know, and 
with kids on the spectrum, depending on what it is, some of them aren't even interested in that kind of stuff, but they're interested in the aspect of ideas. So what Calmer Khan really brings, which is what the gentleman does up in Massachusetts, is he has worked with OT therapists, speech therapists, physical therapists, and things like that. He runs out a big building, and each room is different to sensitivity, but you also have your vendors and things like that, and it's a whole other atmosphere. It's a little quieter. So some rooms are a little darker for kids who are light sensitive. Yeah. Um, and really you good. still get the con aspect with your child, but in their element. Yes. And it's a whole nother connection because they are calmer. They're in this weird element that their brains are going, this is fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, those are two things that we're actually working toward to also do here. Um, you know, calmer. It should be so cool. It will. And calmer con is, um, like, I have talked to the gentleman a lot. You know, he says it's a lot of work, but it's always worth it. He actually yeah. does it in time sections. So you buy a ticket for this slot, and then you buy a ticket for this slot. So that way, then you can control the amount of people that are coming in. Because kids also. That, that's like a factor, too, yeah. Because the kids don't like a big, big crowd. Mm -hmm. Like Bastion, he's on the spectrum. He did phenomenal on Saturday. But last year. Mm -mm. He wanted nothing to do with it. It was wow. so crowded. Yeah. You know, and this year, I think with him going to school and he's learning more and he is on the higher spec, like the higher end of the spectrum. Also, I wouldn't say that it was less people this year. It was just the weather was a lot nicer. Mm -hmm. The traffic was more not only inside but outside. Whereas last year, like you were saying, I think I remember too, it was colder, so everyone was kind of huddled inside. In. Yeah. Which was not, which was not good for someone like him. Yeah, so I mean, like, and Comicon too. Um, you know, they find the space to allow it to happen in multiple rooms. So there are a couple locations up here that I've been looking into for that for when we are ready and everybody's on board. You, myself, and our other organizers yep. as well. When we're ready to go for, it, we're just going to go for it with wherever spot we find. Um, there's actually a church in Southerton. They have three floors, and two of those floors have separate rooms in each of them. Awesome. So, like, that is a huge one with also a large art uh, auditorium where we can have, like, therapists and things like that talk yep, about panels how... panels and all that. Yeah, to talk about how to... Um, situationals with your children that may occur, that may not occur, and how to handle it, and what's the best option. Te like, telling parents and teaching parents about tools and props and... Um, objects that may also help your child like it's a huge thing and I don't know if anybody knows this but April is actually autism awareness month so that's awesome yeah so support you know autism by wearing blue it's actually the specific day is April 2nd so mm -hmm. um but you know I think it's also Parkinson's disease awareness month as well like I think it's a buy for me nah. <laughs> um but Obviously, a son. I have a son with autism, so it's like a huge celebration month for us. Like we make sure that he knows he's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, April for awesome. That's great. So I mean, like we just have. It's one of those things where I tell my husband we have so many ideas in one pot that we have to start picking out and. <laughs> yeah, solidifying the the ideas that are gonna really work. Yeah, and you know, if you guys are ever interested on in putting on an event or putting on a con or anything like that, definitely reach out to us. I mean. We are more than happy to answer questions, tell you the pros and the cons of all of it, because there is always, every year, no lie, you're going to have something. Something every year is going to go wrong. And there are going to be funny stories mm -hmm. in the following years. Exactly. You know, it might be from somebody who came in wearing almost like a lady tidy kind of thing, and you're just like, hmm, hmm. I wish I would have known. And having the parents come up to me and be like, he has a great cosplay, but, and you're just going, yes. 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 
is it right for a kid convention? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, I've even heard horror stories of, like, egg hunts go awry. Speaking of, like, Easter coming up, like, egg hunting with your children, I've heard, like, parents, like, throwing fists at them because their kids spotted that one egg first. And, like, the parents now are arguing and the kids are just trying to have a good time. It's the kids' jobs to be brutal and intense about the egg hunt. The parents are need to be the coaches. They need to step in and intervene. Mm Mm-hmm. But no, my kid's the best kid on the block. He's gonna get all the eggs. It's like maybe, you know, maybe that's not a good example to set for your child. Obviously, you want them to be successful in life, but I don't think anything about the egg hunt has any reflection on your child's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've even heard it too, like with other organizations where the parents get so excitedly involved, where the kids are like, yeah, you guys all have to remember, our kids have innocent minds. And they're not as competitive as we may be, especially the video gamers, the board gamers. Like, I know I can be competitive with Monopoly and karaoke. I will tell you a story in a minute with my stepson. Um, But when it really comes to a kid's mind, they just see an activity that mom and dad brought them to, and they just want to go have fun. They want to go meet people. They want to talk to everybody. You know, and the parents are sitting there going, no, we're doing this, we're going to do this. And I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand with certain events, with race cars and things like that. Like, the parents might have put in more work than the kid, and now they want to see that their job succeeded. But you put in the work so that your kid has a great time. It's, it's for the kid. Exactly. To think that's like, oh, well, I'm on, I'm doing this, and I'm part of this. It's like, it's, that's, it's really great you put in the time, and mm-hmm. it's no one's, you know, not take no one's taking that for granted. But it, this is... The reason should be so that your child has fun. So let your child have fun. Exactly. I mean, I've seen a couple... I don't know if you've seen it too lately on Facebook, but they've had a couple of, like, videos of... There was two kids playing, and this kid acted like his dad did that, that morning, that the way he spoke to his mom. Mm. And the kid... And he goes, you know, son, where did you learn this attitude from? He's like, well, I did from you earlier when you were arguing with mom and dad. Like, they are sponges. Yeah. You say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, you move your hand wrong, you don't mean to do it. They just soak it up and go, I'm going to put this in the back of my head for later. Yeah. You well, because, I mean, they don't know anything. Like, that's their vocabulary. Like, they, they don't, it's a blank sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. Like, kids are. Like, and, there's, and they can only internalize and be what they are around them. Exactly. So, it's like, then, you know, even when you sometimes talk about Eric, I'm like, God, your dog sounds like my kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are the same. Granted, I will tell you sometimes I wish I had the mute button when my husband and I are trying to talk and then like literally it's the first time I open up my mouth and I'm like hey and the next me you know you hear like a little voice go hey mom I'm like I just started talking and it's like well I want chocolate milk or I need breakfast or I just want potty and like they're waiting for that and I'm just like okay that's great that's wonderful yes I'll get you that milk I'm glad you went to the restroom you know, breakfast is cooking, and then, like, I look at my husband, and I'm like, I just forgot what I was going to tell you, it's fine, I'll think of it, and then he's like, all right, I'm walking out the door, and I'm like, oh, that's right, now I remember, and then I'm holding him up now for ten minutes to ramble at him, (laughs) you know, and I swear, I don't know if it's for you, but at least with Ryan, I can give him a shopping list, and he will get four out of those five items. (laughs) If I tell him three items, and I send him a fourth item, he will come home with the new item and two other items, and still forget that last item. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it happens all the time. Just in case, I think it's a really good strategy. Just in case he needs to escape the house. He leaves one thing still on the list so that he can go out and get it. I think that's what it is. And he isn't, I, and the best part is he doesn't even know it. 
Well, here's the thing, though. I would so I would agree with that if he would ever actually go out and go get that item. Nah. <laughs> it's just like he even told me this morning. He's like, hey, on your way home today, can you go get milk? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll bring home milk. That's fine. Whenever I decide to come home. But because he gave you one item, you get zero. Exactly. There, there has to be one item you don't get. <laughs> so and next I, time, he needs to get ask you for two items. Well, see, it was actually kind of funny because um, I was doing, I forget. Oh, I took Lilica out to dinner last night. Because they were having a seafood night, and my daughter and I are, yeah, on seafood. Mm-hmm. So, like, on the way home, my brother, he was like, hey, can you grab me food? And I was like, or he was like, can you pick me up so I can go grab food? And I said, sure. And I was literally in the store. I could have picked up the apple juice, and I completely forgot. Because, <laughs> like, Brian was telling me we needed apple juice because the kids drank it on Saturday before we left for the event. Savages. They're uh-huh. all savages. They are. I call my children the bottomless pit. <laughs> I can feed... My youngest, who's going to be four next month, pancakes, sausage, eggs, toast, a bagel, and some cereal, and he will still go in the fridge and get something. <laughs> like, he, his, I swear he never gets full. Like, he will eat throughout the entire day. <laughs> By the end of the day, his tummy's all big and full, and then he's ready for bed. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like getting eaten out of house and home because all my boys are growing. It's all my boys. Yeah. My daughter's like, yeah, sure, I'll eat. Can I, like, have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a yogurt? And I'm like, oh, okay. Or she'll be like, can I have some watermelon and a yogurt? And my boys are like, I need steak and <laughs> corn on the cob. Like, they need the buffet as my daughter on the Here's my hand. shopping list. Yeah, like, and my daughter's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll just have a little bit of bread with some butter. And I'm like, well, you need a, like, you need a protein. <laughs> and she's like, I guess I can eat some chicken. But I really am not in the mood for chicken, like, and she's five. And but you know what? When the apocalypse comes and your boys need that high-protein, high-food diet, they will starve themselves out, and Lilica will be there. She'll just be going strong. She's like, oh, no, yeah. I've been budging for this for years, for years. Or, like, they'll all show up at her door, and they'll be like, do you have food? She'll be like, yes, I have food for me. <laughs> um, and you guys can go out there. You are not allowed in my bunker. Or I can give you, you food, but you have to be based on my ration. Yeah. And then they die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they completely die. So, like, have a spoonful of everything on the plate and be like, there's your buffet. Mom should have trained you better. Like, it's just going to happen. <laughs> she, she's going to take over the world, I swear. I need to tell, Ryan and I actually say she's either going to be a phenomenal debater, a great prosecutor, or a wonderful defense attorney. Mm. She will be able to convince everybody that even though they were in the room with the murder scene and have blood on their hands, they sure in the hell weren't there to do it. <laughs> like, you can literally, well, he'll have a selfie with the dead body and she'd be like that's not him and she'll be able to convince you she like actually almost convinced ryan the other day to have chips for breakfast like she did this whole spiel a presentation ryan gets it it was and a powerpoint like, i think i think yeah, it was a powerpoint it was and then ryan looks at her and he's like wait a minute you can't have chips for breakfast like but she was like oh but you already said yes because i told you and he was like no i was only half listening <laughs> and i'm like my oh. god you know, and it's just, it's great. It's funny. It's funny when she tries to get something by him because she's a dad. Like, she'll put on the cute smirk, put the sh- head on the shoulder, grab the hands, put it in the center, and she'll do the, like, please. And, you know, he just, it melts his heart. It does. It melts his heart. And he goes, okay. And I'm like, no. No. That what is this? No. <laughs> and I'll look at her and be like, you can't do that. And she's like, but daddy said it was okay, so I'm going to do it. And I'm like, uh. And she can also convince the eight-year-old into anything. <laughs> She will make him believe, even though she did it, he actually did do it. And after he's done arguing with her, he'll be like, maybe I did do it. And I'm like, no, you did not do that. <laughs> she is completely... Do not listen to her. And I'm like, you, you somehow just had let a five-year-old warp your brain to convince you of something that you weren't even a part of. Let that sink in. Yeah. And like, he'll literally look at me and he'll be like, 
but she said I did it. And I'm like, but I was watching you. Like, you did not do that. She did it. She wasn't happy with how it turned out, so it became your fault. You know? And that's some of the things, too, that I see at our cons. Like, I see these kids, <laughs> like, fight each other. <laughs> you know, like, one will be like, hey, can you ask mom and dad? Because they told me no, so maybe you'll get the yes about getting that. And, you know, then the little one will go and be like, hey, mommy, daddy, can I, can I have it? And they'll, like, say no, like, five times. They'll go walk around for, like, forever, and then they'll come back and they'll still get the object if it's there. It's great. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Parenting is so much fun. I think... Um, and watching it is just as much fun. <laughs> well, it, I don't know if anybody's ever seen um, Home. Have you ever seen Home, the movie? No. With the boobs? No. So, one of the lines is, you're driving me to the crazy. Instead of you are driving me crazy, it's you are driving me to the crazy. <laughs> I used that for like a year. <laughs> I was like, you guys are driving me to the crazy. And my, like, my daughter finally caught on one year and she just looked at me and she's like, but you're not there yet. <laughs> and I'm like... Ugh. <laughs> I'm still in trouble when she gets older. I know I am. I know I am. Yeah. I'm going to be that parent at the um, office with my daughter all the time. Mm. And, like, my son's going to just be there and be like, I watched it. I'm going to be like, good. Okay. That's great, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to be fun. Oh, this future gonna... is terrifying. It is. It really is. <laughs> Especially when you have kids, because you always have that, well, what are they going to be like? Who's going to influence them? Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to always have that. Or the little things they did as kids that have just now evolved into these uh -huh. giant cornerstones of their of their character. I don't know about anybody, though. I am sick and tired of these stupid challenges these kids make up. The 24-hour disappearance. The eating the Tide Pods. Like, yeah. why? Like, you know what a Tide Pod is. It's detergent. <laughs> um, did you really want to see if the plastic actually d dissolved? Like... Gag initiation has evolved yeah. for the worse. It does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. some of these challenges are really surprising me. Like, I don't get it. I actually watched um, these two kids tag team a store where my shop is. And they tag teamed them. One was standing there on his phone and he's texting and he's taking, like, I'm assuming he's taking pictures at this point because the way he was standing. Mm -hmm. um, he leaves and I'm like, all right, that was weird. Well, maybe, you know what... And I always give kids the benefit of the doubt because I try to think the best of people. Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe he took a picture to go show mom and dad this is what he wanted and that they were going to come back. Like, that was my hope. Yeah. No. He had a friend come in and the kid robbed the place and left. Oh, wow. And, like, they disappeared after the third time they came in and we all kind of caught on to it. Because we're like a row of people and we all take care of each other. Yeah, yeah. And I finally caught wow. on to it and I'm like, what you doing? And he, like, ran away. He bolted. They only got away, luckily, with one object, but that's, like, still somebody's hard work. Oh, like, yeah. You don't, you know, and, you, you know, can't do that. Yeah, and You then can't encourage it. I was starting to look online, and it was a challenge. It's a challenge. And I'm like, so you're challenging kids to steal from hardworking people, you yeah. know, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, how much does the internet really, um, what is the word that I'm thinking of? Like... Not corrupt, but, like, influence. Like, yeah. how much does it really influence people? A lot. And also, it's the thing about, it's it's about, you know, showcasing yourself and being, like, and the feeling of importance and being like, oh, well, I did this challenge. Like, if there's this thing and I can get, like, maybe I'll get popular or famous for it on the internet. Like, if we do it, like, that's, it's that kind of, like, incentive. And I don't know who's to blame, but it just, it just sucks that, um. I actually blame our communities because yeah. we don't have anywhere to send our kids. Yep. Growing up. 
in our wonderful town, I had the roller rink. I had the movies. We were allowed to go to the mall forever. Yeah. Now you're there for like four hours and then like, oh, call your parents. You need to leave. Like, we have nowhere to send our children. Yeah, it's true. And God forbid I send them to the park with their friends. I'm going to have somebody like call the cops on me for, you know, child endangerment. Yep. I've seen it. I've seen that so many times too. Like, our kids have nowhere to go. They're bored. Yep. They are bored. Saturday, they're on the computer. <coughs> Mm-hmm. On the computer, on video games, it's 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 on a the weird. Tablets. Yep, it's a weird time right now. You know, there's a. I want to find this kid. He's phenomenal. He's a Philadelphia comedic. You know, and his parents are always like, you know, maybe she'd be more like us. And they're like, well, half the stuff that you did was illegal. Like I can't go yes, down. Yes, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, like you, I can't go down to the um, store and buy grandma and grandpa a pack of cigarettes because yep. that's illegal now. Yep. You know, and it's just like he is really right. In the last couple of decades everything's changed Mm -hmm. because when i was a kid i was still allowed to go to the park until the lights came on and i lived in an apartment complex yeah now i can't send my kids anywhere to do anything unless it's my backyard with the doors open so i can hear everybody screaming everyone's it's it's very red flagged right now and i i understand it's for good intentions for safety you know for for no suspicious activity happening but it's like all the barriers are also creating you know, equally just as much unrest and driving kids to do very stupid things. Because mm-hmm. if they don't have that outlet to do things, they're just going to find another one, and most of the times it's the internet. And that is so unfiltered. It's so not moderated based on what are the most views. And they're going to see the things that are the most popular, and they're going to just not have any decision on is that good or bad. Like, this is what's fun and entertaining for them. I want to have that entertainment in my life, so I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. And that's like, for better or for worse, mostly yeah. worse. As far as kids go, worse. Um, that's just not a good way to do it. Well, I don't know if you've also run into it. I've already run into it twice driving around our area. Um, there are kids that ride on the bikes, and they literally just start swerving into traffic. I've almost hit two of them. Wow. Like they just swerve. Like they're comp- some are you know, on this side, and then all of a sudden they speed up at a 25-mile zone, and then they just cut me off, and I'm slamming on my brakes. Yeah. And almost causing a car accident behind me. Mm. Or what they do is they're coming from the opposite end, and they swerve in and try to play chicken with me. Like, I'm driving a van. <laughs> this is, I know this is funny for you, but, like, I could kill you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, any vehicle driving will kill you. It's a tank. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going why like why and i've seen complaints too on facebook over it and everybody's like well you know we all used to be kids riding our bikes i'm like and i finally comment i'm like yeah but we weren't trying to like kill people like we were we weren't actually the- interacting with traffic yeah like we were staying to our side of the streets we would like i used to stop my bike and wait for cars to pass and then continue just in case because you know we have potholes and we're potholing and mm-hmm. you know right. i don't want to swerve and cut the driver behind me off because i don't want to hit that pothole yeah so it, especially where i lived like there was very very few and far in between sidewalks so like you were driving on the side or i mean riding on the side yeah you're basically on the road anyway so but i was conscientious about the cars like they have bigger vehicles i'm a tiny little thing and i'm gonna get squished and my car's gonna be right ra- or my bike's gonna be racked yep you know, and it also gets also the drivers in trial. <laughs> yeah, but the drivers also get in so much more trouble. They get fined, possible jail time. Like, these kids aren't thinking of the bigger picture. Yeah. You have moms, dads, brothers, sons, daughters, sisters out on these roads. And they're just swerving in and out. Yeah. And it's 
it's crazy. It's been really crazy in our area since they've taken so many things away from our kids. And they're putting the hammer down on us parents. Yeah. You know, and that... But it's a little chain reaction. Nothing exists in a vacuum. It's like these things, like, they have a ripple effect. And that's what you're seeing with kids and doing the challenges and doing the stupid shit. Like, it's, it's going to happen because they don't... They need an outlet. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly the why we started our con. Mm -hmm. And this is why we want to promote more events throughout the year. Yeah. So these kids have something to look forward to, or the parents have something to look forward to to take their kids to spend time with them. Oh, yeah. You know, at least for the parents to be like, here, I'll go with you. I'll get my food. I'll let you go and check out all these great acts and stuff. But, like, just something different. Yeah, it's something different. And I have to say, a lot of the teenagers that came on Saturday were barely on their phones. Wow. They were more attention of the all of what we produce than being on their cell phones. That's awesome. So for our event to be able to do that, that's... Something really that I call cool. a bonus. Yeah. That is a bonus for us. You are the priority to these kids who have literally everything in their hand mm -hmm. all the time. And they actually want to put down and talk to an artist, or they want to put it down and talk to a cosplayer, and how, like, why they do what they do. It's really weird that this is a thing that is now a cultural norm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that you have to compete with the attention <laughs> oh, yeah. of well, your of your hand. <laughs> how many times have you and I been out and we've actually watched people order their food, say a few words to each other, and then they're all on their phone? They're not having a conversation with each other. They're on their phone in a restaurant. This is, I also have to say this is me. <laughs> I, I mean, it to say that, oh, yeah, all oh, these kids and them doing that. Well, I'm when equally you and I go out to eat, we don't do that. Like, we kind of no. put our phones, unless we ding it, and we'll be like, oh, give me one second, you know, maybe Ryan or maybe your mom or something. Yeah. Like, that's a different aspect. But you're right. But, or, if, like, all right, yeah, I mean, like, you were upstairs, and I was heading down here, and I, like, I swear to God, I saw your laptop, and I'm like, no way. So, like... <laughs> You know, um, you know, and I did that to you because I was like, I don't want to be that weird person, be like around the corner. You mm -hmm. know, okay, it is you, and then, or if it wasn't, be like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, I was that silly one that like texted him like, hey, are you at this place? And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, I see you. Then, <laughs> I literally see you. Yeah, I was like, I, I physically see you. I saw your car. But... Kyle can be found here. Mm hmm. If you look really hard. Is that the like your corner hideout? Yeah. <laughs> Usually I like doing the bar area, but um, it was like busy. But I do like just being there because it's the seat and it's like yeah. a little nook. That's usually where I go. Yeah, but I mean, like everybody, seriously, if you're in our area, if you're in the Montgomery County area at least of Pennsylvania, definitely like us on our page right now. We're still the Upper Bucks County Kid Con, but we are changing our name in the next few months, um, Two? hopefully weeks. Yeah. What are you changing it to? We are going to be changing it to... BlastCon! PA BlastCon. PA BlastCon. So, I mean, like, definitely look into it. We're going to be hopefully changing that. I'm hoping more in weeks and months, to be honest with you. The PA is for PA! Yes. Also Pennsylvania, but PA! <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Just so into it. But, yeah, I mean, like, so hopefully we'll... Well, really good. I'm, I'm really thinking with the larger space and us being able to have more vendors and guests, we're going to have probably a wicked turnout next year. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. It's going to be a good opportunity. It's The environment's going to be way... Not that the Quaker Sound Farm Market wasn't a fantastic spot, but this will just really up the, yeah. the experience for the kids. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, like, we did have a nice room. But we could only have 18 tables. And, yeah. You know, if somebody needed two tables, then we couldn't have as many guests as we would have liked. Yeah. You know, so it's really going to be, it's going to be a game changer. I'm really thinking next yeah. year is going to be our game changer. 
I'm just ready for the food trucks. If that happens, I am spiritually and physically ready for that. Because that's just... So when I need my sound guy, everybody, you're just going to hear like this announcement. Kyle, please return from the food truck area. <laughs> if I you see you. Kyle eating all of the hot wings, <laughs> please have him returned from Lost and Found to the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll call the food trucks. I don't think you actually my brother. That'll be like, ooh, did you try this here? Try this. And you guys are going to be trading food like in a corner outside on a bench. And I'm going to come out and there's going to be like this huge buffet. And I'll be like, I need you guys. And they're going to be like, oh, you want to try this? It'll be so good for the parents, though, too. It's oh, like yeah. every event, like, I know, like, if your kids are doing that, like, and running around and stuff, like, I know getting them out the door must have been hell on earth, so the stress eating will be at all-time necessity mm-hmm. and we can, and we can help you there with your vice. That's true, but also <laughs> what's nice, too, with the food trucks outside is that it's going to be around a lawn area, so the kids can actually run off some of that energy, mm-hmm. you know? I know my kids, by the end of the night that night, they were out cold. Like, there was no anything like that's every parent's dream well here's the funnier part though i had actually went <laughs> comatose to, i literally went to ryan and i said hey they're asleep and he goes who I'm like what do you mean who he goes the little ones i'm like yeah. that's not a sentence you can't arrange those words together danielle <laughs> you know and you're like, defying the laws of children and here's the kicker <laughs> though i was just teasing him on the way that he said who like it went from like normally he'd be like who what when why and then it was like who and i'm like what did you what where did this high pitch go? <laughs> the excitement blasted me away. And literally then, like, we got propped. I, I had to prop up my ankle because it was all swollen and stuff. Yeah. He was like, yeah, let's watch this movie. I'm like, all right. I did not even make it to the credits, the beginning credits. Um, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was so comfortable. I even had a, I even had one of the underground Lansdale loggers sitting right next to me on my side table. I'm like, all set. The foot's propped. Movie's going. I don't remember ever making it to even the first scene. Um... But no kids woke you up? Yeah. No. Equally great. Do you know what did wake me up? Ryan's snoring. Uh, so <laughs> I got up and I... Um, we need a mute button for that. I went and, I went and actually um, crawled on my little mattress next to my son's bed. I was like, I cannot sleep with my husband snoring. <laughs> I can't. It is... Some nights it's good where I can stand it, but other nights it's like this foghorn <laughs> that surrounds the room. No lie, even my stepson one time Worst white noise it. ever. Yeah, like, even my stepson complained about it. He's like, is there anything we can do? I said, no, not unless I suffocate him. That's illegal. <laughs> and he goes, well, Dad got to get this fixed. And so, like, every time he snores and Ian hears it, he uh, he comes out and, like, punches his dad a little bit to wake up. So then he'll run back to his room and go back to sleep before That's he funny. starts snoring again. So it's it's hilarious. I just love it because, like, his snoring is, like, the, the founder of what who goes to bed, when, why, and where. Like, at least with the kids' room, the younger ones, when the door shuts, it muffles the living room. Yeah. But the boys sleep with their door cracked, so it's like, it, it just goes down the hall right into their room and surpasses the little the ones. The acoustics are very unfortunate. <laughs> exactly. Just goes right into there. Yeah, and, you know, he'll be like, why do I hear my dad? I'm like, because you guys, like, won't prop open a window. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, you won't prop open a window for the cool air, but you leave the door open. So you're stuck. Like you're this is stop. your background noise now. Yeah, this is your background noise, and you were so stuck with it. But uh, anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, Again, I'm thank Danielle. you. I'm Kyle. And we will see you guys next week. Woo!